Welcome to Scale Her Up, the female entrepreneur show with me, Brenda Hector. I'm a business growth specialist helping business owners to develop themselves and grow their businesses so they can achieve their goals and enjoy the lifestyle they dream of. I'm also on a mission to revolutionise the entrepreneurial landscape for women in business. In every podcast episode, I interview someone who has an inspiring story or some great advice for women aiming to start or scale their businesses. If you're new to the show, take a moment to subscribe and please check out the previous ones after listening to this. We've got an awesome community on Facebook. Just search for Scale Her Up and join in. I'm absolutely delighted to have Hannah Lloyd on the Scale Her Up podcast today. Welcome, Hannah. Thank you for having me. Delighted to be here. Yeah, no, it's great to have you here. Well, I'll let you do a quick introduction of who you are, what you do and that. So, yeah. My day job is I am marketing manager and associate director for GLM, who are architects and building surveyors. And I've been with them for five years and I head up our Inverness office, which I set up in 2019. And then in addition to my day job, I immediate past chair and founder of the Women in Property Highlands and Islands branch, which we can definitely talk about because it's a really interesting story of how that kind of came about and particularly for women in, for women in business. Um, and I do all sorts of other things. I'm a wild swimmer. Uh, I'm writing a book about wild swimming, um, which is how Brenda and I have crossed paths. <laughs> and yeah, I'm also renovating a renovating a farmhouse in my spare time. And yeah, that's me. Awesome. Thank you. So tell us then about setting up the, the regional office in Inverness. Yeah, so I joined GLM. I think it's helpful to give a little bit of background um, here. So I joined GLM as our marketing associate and um, had a very office-based role, did a lot of coordination of other people's marketing activity. But part of that was establishing an understanding where we were going as a business, what our marketing looked like, where our focus needed to be, simplifying lots of the plans and policy documents that we had in place to make them easy to understand for our technical staff who are maybe not particularly fluent in marketing, but to make it kind of, um, to help them. And part of looking at that was, I also looked at how we might grow and where, how we might win work in other places. And the trends I noticed were a desire for people to shop local and support support businesses that were local to them. And I was witnessing that happening across, you know, I'm a huge fan of like small businesses and shop small where I can in that kind of domestic market. But I was also noticing it happening in service provision and people looking to support those architecture, building surveying firms or anything, you know, lawyers, any firms quite local to them. And, and so I'd kind of had this thought in the back of my head and then my my boss Ian and I were on a drive to an event in Elgin actually from Edinburgh and we were in the car and we were chatting and and he just chucked this question like across and he's like how do you think we can get more work in this area and I just said oh we just need to be here <laughs> and um, the rest kind of unfolded from there and um, there was a, a process as you would expect of kind of research and decision of where we were going to be based and the costs and you know putting it to board and all of those kind of things that you would expect within a business to have to happen and about 11 months later we opened in Inverness and I went through a, a big period of 
of personal growth in that time. Um, I worked very closely with Tony Hoskins, who's an action coach, business coach that GLM work with. Brenda, I'm sure you know him. Um, <laughs> A lovely so, guy, Tony. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I worked really closely with Tony to develop my skill set, but also develop my confidence in stepping out from behind my desk where I'd been really comfortable and to be able to go and be the, the face of GLM in, in Inverness and the wider Highlands. And really my remit was to become the most connected person in the Highlands from an Inverness base. And so I moved in April, everything took my whole life. I actually still kept my house, but took my whole life up to Inverness. And, um, and I threw myself in, I was at every networking event, I was in one-to-ones all the time. I was really working just to build a, a foundation network that was really kind of cross, cross sector that included everyone, you know? So, because actually the Highlands is a small place and people do talk. And so getting to know everyone is really beneficial. And then I think it was about June, moved in April and June, I um, joined the board of Highland Businesswomen. Absolutely brilliant organization and if I hadn't relocated away from the Highlands I would definitely still be on their board because I really believe in 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 the the work they do to support women in business in the Highlands we can talk about uh, that yeah we'll talk about them in a minute I just wanted to go back to that that's a really good my mission was to become the most connected person in the area yeah that I mean that's uh, so simple but makes so much sense like for all the the businesswomen li- listening that you know anybody looking at scaling up their business or starting their business mm-hmm. your network's so important isn't oh, it 100 like I would not be where I am today I wouldn't have been you know nominated for the Association of Scottish Businesswomen Award I wouldn't have been able to found a branch for women in property I wouldn't have had the confidence to move to somewhere new if I didn't have these firm foundations of a brilliant network that I nurture. And I think in simplifying kind of our GLM marketing processes and all of that, I have boiled it down to basically, we just need to build and nurture relationships because most of our work as a firm comes from introductions and referrals, which come from a network of people who know, like, and trust you for to use the kind of, you know, cliche term but it's so true and making you know some of those relationships for me have gone on to be really strong friendships and others have been really strong business connections others I've maybe met them in the first place but I've not been the right person within our team for them and so others are nurturing those relationships in instead which is also brilliant because I'm you know I'm I have to accept that not everyone's going to like me. Like I'm not going to be everyone's favorite person and that's okay because I'm me and they're them. And, you know, and we have a team who can, who people can connect in with other people. And I think, but I do think building, building a strong relationship, setting out to be the most connected made me very open-minded when I was attending networking events, when I was meeting people for coffee, when I was setting up those, one-to-ones or on the you know or even just being at a networking event I was open to what everyone was saying and what everyone was offering and I think that was a really powerful approach to take yeah I think there's an important part there and being the most connected so it's not that you're going into all of these networking events and meetings and things 
looking for customers. It's mm-hmm. just about being connected with people. So it yep. doesn't matter that they're not your target market because they might know somebody who does or they might have something else that's of benefit to your business or to of benefit to your customers even. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think my like mindset is very collaborative. And my favorite thing to do is when I meet someone and they like need something and I can connect them with someone who can give them that thing. It doesn't have to be me. It doesn't have to be a service that we provide, but being able to connect someone within a network. So like this week, just this week, I was in down in Dumfries connecting with a connection actually that I know from the Highlands who's relocated and then meeting someone new and in conversation the first conversation she was basically saying I'm trying to establish my network here and in my second conversation she was saying I've got a network here I'm quite established and I was like oh okay I'm just going to bring you two together (laughs) absolutely because I don't have a huge network in Dumfries so I couldn't solve person one's problem but but you know I'm also trying to grow my network across Scotland so so person two did have a network so I can connect them because they only live about 15 minutes apart so you know and actually that for me gives me so much satisfaction because I've done something good for them and if they ever need anything building related I know that I'm the that you know they'll pick up the phone to me because yeah. if they need help because I have helped them in 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 a small way to each develop their own network and, and, and move forward with what they're doing. Absolutely. It's brilliant. And I, I, I'm the same when I can connect somebody with someone who can help them that, yeah, it, it's not, doesn't matter that I, I can't help them if I can connect them with somebody and they remember. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. So yes, tell us about your Highland Businesswomen then. Yeah. So, so Highland Businesswomen is um, affiliated with the Association of Scottish Businesswomen and is a, regional group there's I'm sure people listeners will will be aware of other groups Edinburgh and Five Businesswomen all the you know there's they exist all across Scotland yeah yeah we have one in Aberdeen as well yeah yeah so um so I had very briefly been involved in Edinburgh Businesswomen's Club as a member like just going along because our head office is based in Edinburgh so very briefly so you, been a, you became just, a member in your on your mission to become the most connected yeah, person yeah. in the area so then I, that's how I heard of it. And then I joined Highland Businesswomen because at the second event I went to, the first event I went to, I was absolutely petrified. I was like, I am about to walk into a room of X number of women. I've got no idea. They're all going to know each other. Nobody's going to speak to me. I'm going to be like on my own in the corner. And like, you know, standard I think female paranoia when you're going into something unknown and and new anyway I couldn't have been couldn't have been more wrong I don't think anyone in the Highlands will take offense to say that they're nosy and it's so actually it went in my favor and that continually went in my favor as I started to build that network in the Highlands that they're like oh it's a new face I've not seen her before who's she <laughs> <laughs> and um so actually the first event I went to, I had a really great experience and could really see the value in, in the network and the, and the way it worked and the way the events work. And then at the second event I went to, which was a dolphin watching cruise, which we never saw in dolphins, but that's by the by. We did make some great connections. <laughs> there was a pitch made that they were looking for board members to help with the running of the organisation, the organisation of events the marketing that all of those things 
And I basically just went holding the event. The next morning I said to Ian, who's our managing director, they're looking for board members. I think it will help me get connected and build strong relationships of trust within the thing. And, and we had always said that to really make the most of this, we needed to find ways to give back to the community. To, because you're new and people don't know who you are and they want to know that you're there for wider benefit, not just like I wasn't just there to take, I was there to give and support and encourage others. So yeah, I basically joined the board of joined the board of them and I did a lot of their marketing support stuff over the kind of the first whatever seven months, eight months, and organized a couple of events and then COVID came and we all as a board, everybody was thrown into a different situation. So I was on furlough. Others were in different, you know, re, what you call redistributed within their organization. They were, yeah. So then some people were really busy. Others of us had all the time in the world, you know. So, um, so everything kind of shifted. And um, me and another board member stepped up and upped our communication with members. We did virtual events every week, some during the day, some in the evening and really were there for members if they needed anything you know if they needed someone to talk to if they needed some business support that we could try and find for them if they just wanted to speak to somebody other than their kids and homeschooling if you know there was and so we really were there and all through the first lockdown every week we had something on and then slowly it's kind of decreased a bit and there's now two events two events a month like monthly coffee morning on the third Thursday of every month and an evening event that that varies month to month and it's for me it gave me connections with people that I actually hadn't met pre-covid or had maybe met briefly pre-covid and it's given some really strong really strong relationships the recent Highland Businesswoman awards I'm no longer on the board having moved away from the Highlands but I was asked to assist with some of the tech in the background for the the kind of the social side of their virtual awards dinner mm-hmm. and um, and it was so nice to see everyone and everyone's just like oh Hannah how are you doing it's great to see you like we've missed you like and actually it's a real community that that's got your back and that was over my time in the Highlands and even now I'm not there full-time but I do still my work remit still covers the Highlands you really feel that this group of women are championing you and have your back and are and are there for you and are looking out for you and are looking you know you can tell that people are always looking for opportunities for each other within that space and I think that's really I think that's really cool and I think yeah I'm a huge fan of like local women's groups in that way because I just think there's men you're great I think oh, I think you're all brilliant I work in a, like you know I work in the property and construction sector it is there's a lot we actually as a team are are pretty 50 50 but in general the construction sector yeah. is more male dominated I think men are great but I do think there's this way that women can come together and champion each other that that is just unlike anything else and it's really cool so the the message to the listeners being then go and find your nearest uh women's business group and, and yeah. join yeah 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 definitely definitely just go and find it because and don't think it's going to be cliquey and that you're going to be an outsider and that you're going to feel you know out of place or you know go with that open mind that 
that I, you know, we talked about just now, like go with that kind of openness to what can be and what therefore will be, you know. Yeah, my message there would be that everybody was new to the group at one point. Mm -hmm. So everybody felt that nervousness and yeah, not really sure Mm -hmm. if they would fit in or if they'd be welcomed. Everybody who is in the group remembers feeling like that. So we'll do all they can to make you feel comfortable. Absolutely. And I know like I know at Highland Businesswomen, less so on virtual events, but when we get back to face to face events, they if you're new to an event and you want to be like bodied, you know, to be met by a member of the board or the committee, they'll just email them, just reach out to them and that they can make that happen. And and I am absolutely sure that most of the other women's groups across across the UK will be the same. You know, if you reach out to them and say, I'm new, I'm just coming, can somebody meet me at the door? Like, or I'm ner- a bit nervous, like it'd be good. Then pe- people will. And, and I think that's a really powerful part of it as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So you mentioned women in property then. So mm-hmm. clearly you're in the, the construction and property industry, which is, mm-hmm. yeah, very male dominated usually. Tell me, tell me about your experience there then. Yeah, so women in property, I first got involved five years ago, actually, when I joined, when I joined GLM and I was invited to attend a committee meeting as an observer. I left as having been allocated the position of marketing on the committee. <laughs> I was like, I came as an observer. I don't know what happened. It sets the trend for my, for everything really. Um, and probably says quite a lot about me. That's what happened. But I got involved and in, was in, involved in Central Scotland. Um, the Central Scotland branch covers Edinburgh and Glasgow. And when I was based in Edinburgh, you know, that's where my networking really covered. It was pretty much the only networking I did. But it really focuses on bringing women together across all areas of property and construction so there's everyone from interior designers to people like me in marketing roles within professional services firms there's lawyers there's quantity surveyors there's architects you know everyone you can think of as well who touches the property and construction sector is welcome we've even got like letting agents and and I think sometimes people think that's I think some people who are letting agents think oh that's not for me I'm not but actually it's anyone who touches the property and construction sector um, and when I went to Inverness I was looking for women in property because I um, there are lots in the Highlands there are lots of firms with a very traditional structure so they've kind of got senior men as directors and and typically those senior men who are the directors are doing the networking, they're doing the business development, which I understand how that structure works and why that's, you know, why that's traditionally the case. But I was working with Samantha McCabe, who works for Oberlanders and was the chair of Women and Property Central Scotland at the time. And I said to her, like, I'm kind of struggling to find women in property in the Highlands. And um, she said, oh, why don't we do a, why don't we do a little lunch, you know? take a room at the hotel in Burness and and just you know send it to your contacts and do a little lunch so I am um, I booked the small dining room at the hotel can seat 20 and I said to her I think we might be able to fill this at a push because I just wasn't convinced I didn't know where these people were I didn't know where anyone would come from um, so this was September 2019 and COVID, nobody had even heard of COVID, I don't think, in September 2019. <laughs> oh, um, those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> weren't they? Um, and, and so as I sent, I started sending the details of the event out, I sent it to a lot of my 
you know, these senior male contacts that, that my, me and my colleagues had made in Vanessa. And, and suddenly we had 46 people booked to come to a lunch that I only had a dining room for 20. And I was like, oops, resolved the logistical issues there. And we had this brilliant event with a real buzz in the room. People were blown away like people were saying to me I had no idea there were this many women in property and construction in the highlands and I was like but you've worked here all your life and they were like oh yeah I've always been you know I'm highlander through and through or just didn't just didn't realize I think and um so we did that and on the back of that we sought some feedback and said would people be interested in there being a branch I said no to being chair and then I ended up being chair and (laughs) and um and we, we launched the branch with another lunch event that was attended by 50 in, in November 2019. And, and between those two lunches, women who had met for the first time in September had done business together because they came and told me at the November lunch, like, I have done business with these people who I've met through this event. And I was like, okay, there's really a place for this because if you can do business together that quickly between events, that shows that you are looking for these relationships and you want to build these strong relationships um, we slightly struggled over lockdown things changed and as a branch we were so young that we were struggling to find our place and I think either people were furloughed or really busy um, our committee went from quite a strong committee of eight to a committee of three and we where people kind of lost their jobs or just change in personal circumstance or any of those things which I totally understand I know these things happen and so we are just now in this phase of kind of re rebooting and re and regrowing we've done a whole load of webinars and our webinars and all of that are open to members and non-members and we've done um we did a whole series on managing a successful career looking at managing stress and workload and as well as like construction specific so we're currently running a series of development in the highlands and islands webinars looking at different developments that are ongoing um, there'll be site visits as we emerge continue to emerge from from lockdown and there will be we did a drinks event a few weeks ago and there'll be like we're looking at doing a lunch in october face to face and and so really developing what we're offering and as a branch we're now growing um, again and really seeing that engagement come back and people really keen to to get involved so so for me it's been a big kind of I felt like I was putting myself out there quite quite big style when I was like oh are people interested in a branch like it's I had never envisaged that I would do something like set up a branch of women in property women in property is a national organization so uh, there's branches all all throughout the UK and it's really big in London and pretty big in central Scotland so developing those relationships growing those opportunities and all of that was has been really important to me and I think we are now in that position of I can look at it and think yeah this is something to be really proud of and it's just been my role as chair has just come to an end and it's great to be able to take a little step back on the committee still supporting it but to just take a little step back and just say you know we've achieved a lot in in through tough circumstances that's fantastic it's fantastic I'm sitting here and I'm wondering if the listeners will be thinking the same thing you know this sounds like really hard work getting yourself out there going to all these networking events you know getting involved you've landed yourself involved on on committees here there and everywhere Mm -hmm. 
is it worth it? Well, you touched on it when you said that those women had done business together mm-hmm. just in that short space of time. Is it worth it? Is it generating results for you, for your career and, and for the business? Yes, in, in, in absolute short, yes, it is. I think for us as a firm, we had low, not low expectations isn't really the right word, but you know, we didn't set the goals really high and really tough when we first opened in, in Inverness. And part of that was just, we didn't know how this was gonna work. We didn't know how what might pan out. We didn't know. And what we do know is that our, in our Edinburgh office, we experienced quite a long lead time between a prospect becoming a lead, becoming a sale. We expected the same to be the case in the Highlands and therefore, you know, you can't then say, well, from month one in the Highlands, we're gonna, we're gonna have really high fees because you have to acknowledge that there's a process that people go through. There's a building of trust. You know, they're investing a lot of money, a lot of emotion into a project that they're typically going to do with us. Building surveys maybe less so, but even then, it's you know, it's not a, it's not the sort of thing you buy every day. So, but we have one more work than we expected to than was forecast year on year we've won more projects than we expected to and had more opportunities than we had kind of forecast and anticipated and so in that sense it's definitely been a success for us as a business it's also been a success for me at a personal level I have I think if you had met me three or four years ago and then you hadn't seen me at all and then you met me now you would think I was two different people because the level of personal growth that I have gone through in that time and Brenda you'll be well familiar with this sort of thing as a coach but like it's a huge personal transformation I was I really lacked confidence I struggled I would never ever have said yes to recording a podcast that's for that's for sure I would have been like man and I think for me the most recent recognition of that um, one of my colleagues asked me if she could nominate me for the Association of Scottish Businesswomen um, One to Watch Award. And I was like, why would you nominate me for that? <laughs> Nobody should be watching me. But actually, I supported her in writing kind of the nomination. And going through that was a really helpful process, actually, to reflect on everything that I've achieved in, in that time, um, in the kind of build up to it I asked a few people for recommendations on LinkedIn which have also been a hugely positive positive thing for me with your application you have to submit two references so my boss Ian wrote one for me and Laura who's chair of Women in Property Central Scotland wrote one for me and and actually having that I don't ask anyone for positive feedback ever, you know, but actually having that has been really helpful. And then when I got the email to say I was a finalist, I was like, oh, they must have this wrong. You know, <laughs> no, like, they don't. From, I've been listening to your story, Hannah. All, all the listeners are going, yeah, of course you're one to watch. This is, yeah. So, so I'm impatiently waiting to find out who, who wins because I'm up against some some really brilliant ladies in, in, in the category. And um, so the award ceremony is on the 26th of September. So fingers crossed, because <laughs> I would love, that, I'd just love to win. You know, Is that an in-person event? No. Or, no. 
yeah it's a virtual it's a virtual event which is actually great for me because I'm at a wedding the night before so you know it's perfect <laughs> that it's that it's not in person um and so yeah it's 26th of September we'll, we'll find out who wins but even just being recognized externally you know okay from writing down what we've done and, and, and what I've achieved and that external recognition has been so helpful for me you know I do still have those days weeks where I think oh I'm not very good at this like why am I doing this you know why does anybody want to meet me why am I you know self-doubt just self-doubt that just can creep in when you're having when you're maybe slightly overwhelmed because you're renovating a house writing a book working you know you're doing too many things (laughs) at the same time and actually um that external recognition has been hugely beneficial to me and I definitely think my finalist certificate will have to be put somewhere where I can see it regularly because it's you know it is it is, an, it is a huge achievement and I think um, I'm really grateful to my colleague for for nominating me and putting me forward of course it is of course it is. it's fantastic and mm-hmm. you're a marketer so you know the value in that also in mm-hmm. in getting getting your name out there and well, making yourself well one of my pre- previous podcast guests was uh, Penny Haslam who mm-hmm. um, is the author of the book make yourself a little bit famous yeah so Penny. you know putting yourself out there and putting that up there is is, is a great way so mm-hmm. you know for the listeners to the podcast if it's if you're aiming to raise your profile and, and increase your business then applying for awards like this is a great way to do it isn't it and oh absolutely and and I think it you know I think it can be really we can all be quite unsure about how to build our personal brand or how to market ourselves as a as an individual and you worry about what people might think on LinkedIn or on Instagram or but I mean Penny's book make yourself a little bit famous is is a brilliant book for some hints and tips I I um heard Penny at business excellence forum went on to read her book and I, I agreed I've got a lot of time for a lot, a lot of time for what she's got to say and she but that making yourself a little bit famous is is not something that most of us really want to do we don't want to put ourselves out there we're not that sure what people might think or and so so yeah it is that for me being a, putting yourself forward for an award but even just the every day of like using the tools available to you putting yourself out there on LinkedIn you know talking about oh this morning I was in conversation with Brenda for her podcast you know putting yourself out there is not always easy but it always reaps the rewards and even Absolutely. I mean I one of my recent posts was on the back of the developing young workforce no wrong path um campaign that lots of people will probably have seen surrounding exam results days and um and it goes on like I mean that was weeks ago it goes on getting likes and interaction and because I've put some of my story out there I've told a little bit about who I am and how I've ended up here which you maybe wouldn't expect because I went to uni to do primary education so <laughs> I'm really not you know I've not taken a straightforward path to where I am today I graduated with a degree in business management and real estate but you know from primary teaching to marketing manager and associate director in a building surveying and architecture firm I'm not sure that everyone quite gets how you get there I'm not (laughs) sure but it's I think that not straight line is really important for people to see but making yourself a little bit famous is is and building a personal brand I can't encourage people to do it enough and 
think it's really important. Absolutely. So you mentioned there maybe getting a bit of self-doubt creeping in when you're feeling a bit overwhelmed. Since you're writing a book about it, tell us about what you do for your relaxation and your getting yourself back. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a wild swim and a wild swim in fresh water. I'm not a I'm not a fan of the sea. And it started in, in Highland Locks. I think I I started in June 2020. So midst of the pandemic was definitely struggling with the noise of the news and all of that. And what I have experienced is that when I get into cool water, which now this year, the summer feels really warm because I swam all winter. But when you get into cool water, the only thing you can focus on is your breathing. You can't focus on any of the noise that's in your head. And so any of that, for me, over a lockdown in the summer of 2020 in particular, when the noise was really loud, you know, it was, you know, a lot of statistics, negativity, and, and actually every time you stepped into the water, you got this complete clear mind. You could think freshly, you could pick what, you know, you could pick what then came back in. And, and because if you don't focus on your breathing, you risk adverse effects, you know, because actually your body isn't, designed to plunge into cold water it's designed to to gently enter cold water and and then and then reap the benefits and I think for me the impacts were unexpected I hadn't discovered this that this would be the benefits through reading about wild swimming or even through speaking to other people and that's this is where my book has come from because I think there's benefits here that people maybe don't acknowledge or aren't aware of and through writing my own story and the stories of a few others my book aims to tell you about this and to tell you to tell you what's what you can achieve what you can get from from swimming and we swam all winter and so in the highlands that looks like going and breaking the ice to get in the water and you're literally creating yourself a plunge pool within you know within a bigger frozen expanse and it's also meant experiencing some truly incredible moments that I would never have experienced. Um, I tell this story in a lot more detail in the book, but just imagine dark lock, 11 o'clock at night in, the wind, in November, tree, surrounded by trees, but completely clear skies. Group of us had, we all swim with tow floats, which look like coloured balloons behind you. Um, and at night you can put lights in them. So we just put a light in them. So you have this colored bubble. There was a group of about eight of us, head torches on, carefully make our way in. You know, everyone's quite quiet as you get in because everyone's focusing on their breathing and just adjusting to the wash temperature. As we're all in the water and swimming, everyone switched their head torches off. So you just have the darkness of the lake, the, the moonlight and and then everyone's kind of colored bubbles lit behind them and I am kind of swam out a bit out in the middle of the water rolled over so you so just rolled onto my back and um obviously as you roll you see what's like you know you see this like completely flat cam water surface takes you up you see the trees and and then there was like just just stars and then right in the middle over the body of water was the milky way and it was just it was an absolutely, even now I'm like getting shivers just talking about it because it was absolutely magical. And the only way you would have seen that view was by being in the water because you had that kind of closeness to the water 
where your eyes like started as you started that turn and then you just were and you were just like this is amazing at 11 o'clock at night on a friday night in the highlands most people are at home in front of their fire with their pjs on they're not yep. you know <laughs> most people in scotland probably <laughs> you know are at home with their pjs on like in lockdown last year when you couldn't go to the pub um and to experience moments like that, where I'm like, nah, even now that can take me back to a place of calm and a place of how, and I just, I genuinely feel like wild swimming and the ability to do it is a privilege because, and to have the opportunity to do it on your doorstep, you know, where I am now, there is less places to, to swim in fresh water, but where I was in the Highlands, you could swim seven days in a row in different bodies of water. And, you know, I did a charity challenge um, last year in November, where we swam seven days, seven locks, seven 250-meter swims. And for us, that meant five of the seven swims were in the dark because we had to do it after work. And in the Highlands, it gets dark at like half three. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's really been, it's really opened up doors for me. And having moved somewhere new again, you know, I've moved to the West Coast. I'm not from the West Coast. Um, having moved here it's enabled me to tap into a new network to make new friends to find that new support group and to form really strong relationships because you do make yourself vulnerable when you go in the water that is ultimately you're at your most vulnerable you're standing there in a swimming costume and some neoprene gloves like you're not <laughs> there's nothing to you know we don't wear wetsuits most of us don't wear wetsuits some of my friends wear wetsuits but you know that's and so it's been a it's been a life-changing thing for me to discover and yeah, that's why I'm writing a book about it, because I think other people should experience that too. It's fantastic. I'm really, really keen that people should do the, the things. It's not all about work and looking after your family. It's about doing the things for yourself mm -hmm. as well and making that time. So if that's your thing, go and try it. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah. my boyfriend now, he's like, um, are you going swimming today? And I'm like, no plans. And he's like, I think you should make plans. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, one of the you ladies, need, I you need that time out. Yeah, <laughs> you need to just, you need to just go and like, and and one of the ladies I swim with a lot down here, her husband says the same. He's like, I am. Um, do you want to go down to the pond for a swim? And she's like, Oh, okay. You're telling me I need to go to the pond for a swim. <laughs> like, and I think that's that's a really incredible. When the thing people around you can see that it makes a difference, then that's yeah, yeah that's really you know. really yeah. Mm -hmm. Shows that you're yeah you're doing the right thing. It's, yeah, it's, absolutely. Yeah. So I ask everyone when I, I do the the podcast if you've uh, if you've been listening you know you'll have heard obviously I've set this up because there are not enough women starting and scaling up their their businesses mm -hmm. and I think that we need to make a change it's going to make a big difference to our our local economies and to you know pr to provide jobs and and whatever to the communities but what do you think that we can do to encourage more women to have that sort of entrepreneurial shift yeah I think it's just show them that there's support for them and we've talked lots about lots of different ways that there is support out there but making people more like even more aware of these women-only networking groups and and even like the wider support that's there you know I've been blown away I've been speaking to a few people at the moment who are setting up startups and they're like there's funding everywhere if you look for it and you know Royal Bank of Scotland have had their um their program specifically targeting 
women and you know, lots of businesses are actually supporting women in 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 doing business <laughs> whether that's even you know entrepreneurially starting up on your own or doing it as part of something part of a bigger organization and I think I just think that people women don't know and so it's like tell your friends you know don't just if you know it you know I know it and I tell everyone you know I preach it all the time and I think it's really important that people do that and and do just tell each other support each other build your networks but tell people and um and shout about it because those women doing business together is a really powerful thing couldn't agree more (laughs) we're very aligned Hannah yes (laughs) correct answer at the end (laughs) that's why I invited you on (laughs) that's brilliant and you know I appreciate that you're not an on you've not set up your own business Mm -hmm. yourself but but you did really you know Mm -hmm. you opened the the Highlands branch and Mm -hmm. yeah so you had you have lots to be um sharing with the entrepreneurial women that are in the scale her up community so the Amazing Michael Heppel taught me a question that he asked at the end of his interviews. Is there anything that I should have asked you that I haven't asked, Hannah? Oh, I don't think so. I think we've covered lots of ground in, and probably covered every hat I wear. Yeah, but I just, I mean, the only, the thing I probably just I say to, to everyone is just reach out and build your network. You know, if anyone who listens to this wants to connect with me, just send me a message on LinkedIn or find me on Facebook. And, you know, on LinkedIn, I was just a bit, a bit harsh about who I accept and reject on LinkedIn, but just set, personalize your connection and say to me, you know, heard you on the Scaler Up podcast. I'd love to connect and have confidence to build your network because that's, that's the way we can all support each other and, and work together moving forward. So I just think that for me, I'm just... I always just think people can reach out and connect and I'm happy to be connected with so reach out fantastic thank you so much Hannah thanks Brenda thanks for listening to scale her up the female entrepreneurs show don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and please join our Facebook community at scale her up please connect with me Brenda Hector on social media and drop me a message to let me know you're enjoying the podcasts or even better pop a wee review on iTunes. I'm going to finish by reminding you only one in three UK entrepreneurs are female and men are five times more likely to scale their business to over one million in turnover than women. If we started and scaled our businesses to the same extent as men it would add 250 billion to the UK economy and provide millions of jobs. Ladies, you can do it, and we're gonna make a massive difference.